Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. Glad to be with you today. My name is Jim Barron. I am your host. You are in the gymnasium as we break down this Tampa Bay sports scene. Big news this weekend, of course, will be some college football games taking place today. We're going to break those down and see if we can decipher who the top four may be when all the dust settles. And then, of course, we're going to be talking about the Buccaneers traveling up to Atlanta. The number here, as always, is 877-448-7901. Or you can go to JimmyBSports.com and shoot me an email. We'll be right back to get the show started on Power 90.1. There's a lot going on at the Landing Bar and Grill in Valrico. There's great food at the Landing featuring several signature Landing-only specialties like shareable appetizers, seafood, flatbread, salads, wings, pasta, pizza, burgers, gluten-free, keto-friendly, kid-friendly, dog-friendly, desserts, craft beer and cocktails, and a lot more. And if you're looking for entertainment, we've got it. National holidays, food events, live music, karaoke, cornhole, and live team trivia. Check out our full menu on Facebook. Or online at thelandingvalrico.com. Sports is back and we've got that too. The Landing Bar and Grill off Lithia Pinecrest in Valrico. The Landing Bar and Grill. Land as strangers, depart as friends. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Huge weekend of football, both college and the NFL. Want to start off by talking a little bit about the college games, which start here in a couple hours. As you know, Georgia's ranked number one. Um, you have number two, Michigan, number three, Alabama, and number four, Cincinnati. That's the current top four right now for the uh, teams vying for the college football playoff. Um, you know, we have games today, five games, conference championships and whatnot. And when you talk about the playoff system, I've been a proponent all along of having 10 teams. Uh, the four that we have right now, the four system playoff, I don't think really does the college football um, environment any justice. I think you leave teams out that are deserving and um, some teams get in that, you know, it comes down to do you want the four best teams in there right now that are deserving or do you want the four best teams and there's a, a line that divides the two, in my opinion. And before we start any further, the number is 877-448-7901. Or you can go to sports at power901.com. Shoot me an email. Let me know, uh, number one, your four teams. Who do you think they should be? And number two, are you in favor of expanding the current system to having more teams uh, vying for the number one spot in the college football rankings. So as we talked about, first of all, the games today, you have number five, Oklahoma State. I gave you the top four. Well, Oklahoma State's number five right now. They're playing at Baylor, and that's in a couple hours at noontime. So if you look at these two teams now, Oklahoma State has a chance to get into the top four by the time that the dust is all settled at the end of the day. Um, you know, Spencer Sanders, their quarterback, had a big day last week, uh, but I think it's going to be a little bit tougher uh, against the, the the Bears defense, the Baylor Bears today. Uh, assuming they win, I'm going to say Oklahoma State wins. Uh, 
now you have a team um, that'll be 12 and one. So does a 12 and one team deserve to get into the playoffs more so than a undefeated Cincinnati team should Cincinnati win in their conference championship game against Houston later on. Something to think about. Number one, number one, Georgia is playing number three, Alabama, in the next game at four o'clock. No doubt in anybody's mind that Georgia's the number one team in the country. They have been all year long. And no matter what happens today in their game with Alabama, they're guaranteed a spot in the top four. What that spot will be most likely depends on uh, not only a win or a loss, but how close of a game that is. In a game, you have number one Georgia, who their team right now, they're the number one team in the country. They're giving up the first in the conference, first in the country in defense, giving up seven points a game. So teams have found it very tough to score on this team, and they've shown all year long why they are the number one team in the country. They're playing Alabama, who predominantly, um, you know, is in the position that Georgia is in past years. Right now, the number three in the polls, looking to dethrone Georgia in the championship game today to keep their hopes alive. Let's assume that Alabama is able to win this game today at four o'clock. Let's say they find a way to win. And they're not a bad team. Obviously, it's not a bad team is an understatement. Bryce Young could be the uh, Heisman Trophy candidate if he has a good game today. If the game is close um, and Georgia wins, that's a different story. What happens to Alabama in that situation? Let's assume Alabama wins. So now you have Alabama winning. Georgia's definitely in. Since Alabama wins, they'll be in. They'll probably be number two, I would think, if they beat uh, Georgia today. Then we have number two, Michigan, playing number 13, Iowa. That's a game that's at 8 o'clock tonight. Before that one, though, you have Cincinnati, who's ranked fourth in the country, playing Houston. Houston's ranked uh, 21. That's a um, going to be in um, Nippert Stadium there. And I think that if Cincinnati has not been that impressive in their wins this year, but however, they have won every challenge that was put in front of them. So that's one of the situations where you have a team that's probably deserving to be in the top four playing against a Houston team that they've won 11 straight games and no one ever talks about them. So are they good? Is this using a good team? Yeah, they're really good. Can they beat Cincinnati? Yes. Let's assume that Cincinnati is able to hold off Houston in a very close game, but Alabama is able to beat Georgia and Michigan beats Iowa in the uh, 8 o'clock game. Does that mean that Cincinnati drops? Does that mean that number 5... Oklahoma State moves up. Don't forget, you have number six, Notre Dame, who isn't even playing in a championship game because they're not really in a conference. What happens to them? Are they able to get in? The problem with them is that their loss this year 
at 11 and 1 is against Cincinnati very early in the season, the first or second week of the season. So that puts a, a fly in the ointment with them. Again, as you can see, it's very convoluted. And to have four teams um, coming into the last week of the season with the conference championships really, I think, says all you need to say about a expanded playoff season. Um, my recommendation, my thoughts would be to have 10 teams. You have 10 teams into the uh, college football bowls, and out of those 10 teams, number one and number two have a first week bye. You have number three playing um, 10. You have number four playing nine. You have number uh, five playing eight and six playing seven. So you have 10 teams in there. First two teams get a bye, and you go from there. Now you have a um, system where you don't have the issues that we're having right now and do they deserve to be in there or are they the better team or not? So I think that going to an expanded playoff system would help in a lot of ways to uh, alleviate some of the confusion. Again, we'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Do you think that Michigan is going to be able to beat Iowa? Again, Iowa, that game's in Indianapolis tonight. Um, if you look at what Haskins did last week for Michigan, it was unbelievable. Coach Harbaugh's crew has to be careful about um, having a letdown after last week's game against their rival Ohio State, but I think he'll do a good job of making sure they're all on the same page and not having any hangovers from that game. So um, I do look for Michigan to win that game. Um, I think that Georgia should beat Alabama in a close game. I think that if there will be a, an upset, I think that it would be Houston against Cincinnati. And if that's the case, then it opens up the door for a Oklahoma State should they win um, an 11-1 and one, uh, um Notre Dame also at 11 and 1. So one of those two teams will get in, assuming Cincinnati loses, I think. And again, uh, it could go in so many different directions. That's why it's always fun to watch. So again, we'd love to have your thoughts. 877 448 7901. You can go to jimmybsports.com at any time and get the updates in the sports world as, as well as shooting me an email. Let me know what you think. Uh, the weekend's going to bring as far as the uh, pigskin Saturday today. We'd love to hear your thoughts. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and talk about the NFL and about the Buccaneers in the gymnasium on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at The Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000 now, now back to the show back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1 Welcome back you listen to the Jimmy B Sports Show talking about the Bucks right now and some NFL games 1 o'clock tomorrow we all know by now the Buccaneers are up in Atlanta 
to play the Falcons for the second time this year. First game was pretty close. If you remember, it was 28-25 going into the uh, fourth quarter. The Bucks obviously came away with a victory in that game, but um, you never know when you have division teams going at each other twice a year. Stranger things have happened. So I think that if you look at this game on paper, the Bucks should be able to win, especially after a, um, a very good performance last week, probably a uh, one of their more well-rounded performances. Fournette, four touchdowns last week as the Bucks improved to eight and three. Now uh, the Falcons, they're a five and six team right now. I, I look at the schedule, I look at um, that team, and I actually wonder how they won five games. To be honest with you. But they did, and I think that any time that you go on the road in the NFL, no matter what team you may be, it's not a give a gimme win. So you just don't go out there and you know throw your jersey on the field and come out with a W. So I think that um, Brady and the Bucks definitely have their work cut out for them tomorrow. Uh, saying that, some good news: you have Carlton Davis the uh, third. He's he's back. Uh, which really makes it uh, tough because I think he's their best one-on-one defender. And uh, when you have him, they'll probably put him on uh, Russell Gage, I would think, seeing how Ridley's not playing. And then you also have Scotty Miller is back for us as well. So those two uh, pieces of news are definitely good. Like I said last time and the week before that, the Bucks just need to – do what they're doing, keep on winning, and keep on getting healthier. And then by the time the playoffs come around, hopefully they'll be able to have their full contingent back and go on a uh, nice run again like they did last year and take care of business. Saying that, of course, we have to touch a little bit about the Antonio Brown and Mike Edwards uh, scenario there. As as you know, the... Um, NFL came out, made a statement that they're suspending both Edwards and uh, Antonio Brown for three games for falsifying their vaccination cards. Um, both players, they say, are vaccinated. Antonio Brown has said that, you no, know, he got vaccinated, but, you know, the story was out there with his chef or whatever it was that. Um, because he was owed $10,000 allegedly from Antonio Brown that he said that Brown falsified a card, asked to get a fake one, whatever it might be. And one thing led to the other and uh, came to be that both those players uh, will not be able to play for the next three weeks. And again, again, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Before I say anything else, you can go to sports at power901.com or 877-448-7901. Let me know what you think about the suspension, if it's warranted. Um, and more importantly, my question is, is that do you think that those are the only two players in the NFL that have um, less than legitimate vaccination cards. Um, I, I would venture to say that there are many players, I would say hundreds of players in the NFL that don't have a legitimate vaccination card because they don't want to take the shot but are forced to by their teams, by their coaches, by whomever may be um, pushing the buttons for that particular player saying they have to do it. Um 
personally, I, I'm, I'm, I'm over the um, scenarios that we see every week that take away from the actual sport. Um, and it turns into a debate over, well, what should this team do about that player? Or he's all, he's not vaccinated, so he cannot do anything, uh, any team events. And if he does get tested positive after his, you no know, seven tests this week, he needs to go out for 10 days, which you could miss two games because of that. Um, it, it's really, this, this whole COVID thing, in my opinion, is it's a fluid situation. It keeps on changing. Yes, there's a new variant supposedly um, that came out this week, um, and we're going to see how that plays out. So there'll be more players testing positive as we get nearer to the playoffs, which is going to take away from the playoffs, from the sports. And unfortunately, there's no getting away from this stuff. And it's it's to the point where you really don't know where you stand from one week or the other. The NFL, in my opinion, needs to change what they're doing. You, you look at these, you have six or seven federal judges in the last couple of weeks, they overruled the workplace vaccine mandate. Um, you know, there's, it, it's, it's not working, but yet the NFL and all these other sports teams uh, and leagues keep on enforcing the same protocols that they had back in June or back in July. Um, and if you get into a conversation where is it necessary, should they have it, is natural immunity better than getting the vaccine, which vaccine, the first one, the second one, the first booster, the, the next booster, it gets to the point where you're going to have a, a, a stack of cards in your wallet that looks like a, a playing cards, 52 of them with all the different shots and vaccinations that you've had. And, and what does that do? So you, know, you have Bruce Arians coming out yesterday saying that the NFL needs to look further into the players with the cards. Why look any further, coach? Why, again, shouldn't you be talking about how are you going to stop Matt Ryan this weekend? Or what are you going to do against Cordell Patterson? How are you going to stop him from catching passes and you know acting as a runner out of the backfield versus worrying about a vaccination card? If you're vaccinated, I guess you should be okay, right? I, I don't know. I understand that if you um, have a desire to get the vaccination because of some condition that you think that you may need to get the shot for or whatever, then that's, yes, go ahead and get it. I am in favor of you getting the vaccination and the 27 booster shots that come with it should you feel that you want to. Or maybe you have some underlying conditions or not even talking football or sports Anyone in general, should you be able to get the shot if you want to? Absolutely. Absolutely. On the other hand, if you don't want to get it, should you be forced to get it? And my answer to that is absolutely not under any circumstances. So what is being done is they're making things so difficult. They're taking everything away until you get to the point where you have to get it so that you can continue to function as whether it be, you know, going to work, going out to, you know, dinner, going to your, you know, child's school play, whatever it may be, playing on a football team. So I, I, you can keep on 
delving into all this when in fact no one knows. If you don't want to get the shot, you know what? There are 33,000 deaths over in Europe where they keep track of all this stuff because of people who caught the shot. No one knows, not me, not you, not Fauci, not anyone knows the long-term effects of this vaccination. And don't let anyone tell you otherwise because they don't. So how does this all come into play with the sports? We have to keep on seeing players sidelined because of positive tests, which a lot of times there aren't even any uh, symptoms. They're asymptomatic. So you don't even know what's what's right and what's not right with all this. So getting back to the Bucks here, as you know, Antonio Brown will not be able to play this week or the next two weeks because of um, the, the the vaccination card that was illegitimate. As will Mike Edwards. Now Edwards is one of the best safeties uh, players that we have in that secondary. So I think he's going to hurt more um, than missing. Antonio for two weeks. He's Antonio still nursing that leg injury, so he's going to be out anyway. But you know, we already have a nicked up secondary, so I think that Myers is or uh, Edwards is going to uh, his absence hurt us more. Luckily, like I mentioned, Carlton Davis the third's back, so hopefully that's going to help us. Um, uh, again, your thoughts on the game, your thoughts on all this. I know I go uh, went off on a little bit of a tangent, but it's really you know th- there shouldn't be anything getting in the way uh, of these players uh, uh, playing and doing what they do best. And when you're focusing, you can only focus on one thing at a time and, and do it well, no matter what it is, no matter what you may be doing in any walk of life. So let them focus on what they do best, but just play football and go ahead. Don't make it to the point where they are handcuffed and can't do these things. Again, that's my opinion for what it's worth. And uh, if you have a, a differing opinion, that's that's fine. I'd love to hear yours as well. 877 877- 7448-7901 or go to jimmybsports.com We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1 a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-284-1349. 800-284-1349. That's 800-284-1349. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Touching on a couple other games in the NFL this week. Let me start at the end. Um, Monday night, 8 o'clock, Patriots at Buffalo. You know, if you remember last year's game, Buffalo ran up the score and they humiliated Belichick on national television uh, up there in um, New England. So, 
you know, they didn't forget about that. And right now, those two teams are vying for the top spot in the AFC East. And I look for this to be probably the best game of the weekend. Um, you know, people are down on the Bills right now with uh, Allen having some good games, other games not so good. I think the weather is going to impact this game. Forecast calls for some snow and bad weather up there, which to either of those teams um, doesn't really much matter because it snows in both of those um, venues. But I think that right now, Buffalo, this is more of a um, must-win game for Buffalo than it is for the Patriots. And I, I really do look for um, Josh Allen to find a way to beat the Patriots. I, I t- I'm asking, who are the weapons on the Patriots? They have a great defense, and that's what they do. They've built that team and winning this year around their defense, which great teams do. I give uh, Belichick and that squad all the credit in the world for being able to do that. But when you have to go out there and score points to win, I'm not sure this team can. And I would much rather uh, take my chances with Buffalo in this one than I would with the Patriots. So I look for the Patriots um streak of games to come to an end this week. Don't forget, they have a rookie quarterback who has not played like a rookie this year, mind you, but there are going to be times when there's going to be some games that he's going to look like a rookie, and I think this might be one of them. We'll wait and see. We also have the Broncos at Chiefs. That's a Sunday night game, and I think that if you look at this game, it's one of the closer spreads. Russell Wilson at some point uh, he's going to get comfortable with his no hand post-surgery. And this may be the night that he's able to come back and um, look pretty decent. So I, I do think that although the 49ers are playing well right now, uh, I think that um, this might be the week that the Seahawks go out there and surprise some teams. So I'm going to take them in that game. Uh, a couple other good games. You have the Washington football team at the Raiders. That's a team, that's a game where the spread's under seven points. Many of these games, they're seven and ten point spreads. This is one of them where I believe it's just one point right now. I think the Raiders were favored by one. We'll see uh, how that one plays out. But if you look at this game, I think it might be the toughest game on the slate. Not the best one, but probably the toughest one to pick. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with... The Raiders uh, coming off a week that they had last week. I think that uh, Washington's defense was one of the worst in this in the football um, of all the teams early on, but they've turned things around. I also think that um, you have uh, a team out now, a team out there right now that. Um, isn't really looking at running the ball. They want to pass the ball. So I think that if you look at Dexter, uh, Deshaun Jackson out there, I'm going to take the Washington football team in this one by about four points, 28 to 24 is where I think uh, it's going to happen in that game. You have the Jaguars playing the Rams. Um, you know, the Rams, every team has some slumps. The Rams are definitely in a slump. I look for them this week to break out of that slump. I think that um, Stafford and Cooper Cup are going to be able to go out there and, um, you know, get the ball to Beckham as well. He's going to keep getting the ball. No, he'll, he'll break one. Just keep throwing it to him. So I look for the uh, Rams to go out there and they're playing the Jaguars, which means that they'll probably get uh, better 
of what's been ailing them over the last couple of weeks. Ravens and Steelers will be one that we can touch on a little bit. Everyone's saying that the Steelers are done, Roethlisberger's done. Uh, yeah, I, I think that the Ravens are the better team. I think that um, it's going to be a lot closer, though, than some people think. Um, they, they have a way, the Steelers have a way of when a big game is upon them, especially playing their arch rivals, the, the Baltimore Ravens, to come up and play well. So I look for this game to go down in the wire. I do think that um, the Ravens have the advantage with the kicker, Tucker. I do think that they're going to probably go and win this game. Giants at Dolphins, that's one of those games where, you know, I don't think Daniel Jones is going to be playing for um, the Giants this week. It looks like Tua Tagovailoa will be going for Miami. Um, you know the Giants do have an above-average defense, so uh, I'm going to pick the Giants in a game that really um, I don't think matters much right now at this point of the season. Uh, the Eagles and the Jets. The Eagles had a chance last week to make some noise in that division, and they ended up losing. So um, they're playing the Jets this week. I think that. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I'm not sure if he's going to play or not. I, I think he's a little bit banged up. And again, uh, three weeks ago, Jalen Hurts was the best thing since sliced bread. And now they're looking at to see, possibly have someone come in as a draft pick next year. My take on Hurts is this. Until he's able to win a game with his arm and not his legs, he is not the quarterback of the future for that team or any other team in the NFL. You can't have a run-first, pass-second quarterback. And that's what Hurts is. Uh, I think he's a, a great teammate, good team player, lots of skills, a leader out there. But I just, I'm not, I'm not sold on him being... The, um, the go-to quarterback for any team uh, in the NFL right now. I look for the Eagles to win that game, but at this point, it doesn't much matter after losing last week. Vikings at Lions. The Lions are on their way to an all-first season, and it's not going to change against the Vikings this week. The Vikings need to win, and I think they will. Chargers at Bengals. Cincinnati is a team that is a lot better than um, people realize. Joe Mixon, a great running back out there between that Joe and Joe Burrow, their quarterback. I look for them to go out there and take care of business against the Chargers. And then you have the Colts and the Texans. Uh, Colts should definitely win this game, especially uh, after their loss last week against uh, our Buccaneers. They should be able to go out there and beat the Houston Texans, and I think that uh, they will. And the other game would be the uh, Cardinals at the Bears. Uh, it could be a good game. Kyler Murray's a game-time decision, from what I'm hearing, uh, for the the Cardinals, it looks like um, uh, I'm not sure who's going to start for the Bears. It'll probably be Dalton from what I'm understanding. But I think that uh, the Cardinals should be able to go out there and um, beat the Bears without too much issue. Again, love to hear your thoughts. 877-448-7901. JimmyBSports.com. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have. Uh, this week's session always goes by too quickly. Great weekend of sports uh, from a football standpoint. Haven't been able to talk much about the Lightning. They had a great win. Victor Hedman almost had a natural, um, a natural hat trick 
against St. Louis on Thursday night. Uh, they're getting better no matter what. I'll tell you, a team that can win with new players and um, after losing a bunch of players like the Lightning have, they find a way to stay in every game and they're competitive and they are able to win that way. They have the DNA on how to win a championship as we've shown the last couple of years. So uh, we'll talk more about them and their winning ways next time on the show. And of course, we're going to be talking about the Rays as well. Uh, some news, they uh, uh, Rays applied for some infrastructure money. So you'll see that the city of Tampa will be uh, putting some money into some roadways with some bikes, scooters, or whatnot, some trails leading towards uh, downtown and Ebor. I wonder why. I wonder why they're going to be doing that in Ebor. We'll talk about the uh, Rays and the quest for their new stadium down there. We're going to call it Vision Quest on the next show. Again, thanks for listening. I've been your um, host, Jim Barron. The number here, 877-448-7901 for one more time. As always, stay vigilant, stay safe. Above all, stay positive, and we'll talk sports next week on the Jimmy B Sports Show. You have been in the gymnasium. Have a great weekend, sports fans. Bye.